Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. And hello, everybody. It's a episode seven of the Joe Beningo Oh the Pain podcast. And of course, the Joe Beningo Oh the Pain podcast brought to you by, well, you know, Natural Body, our good buddies, uh, Steve Calabrese and company over in Natural Body. Uh, check them out. We want to thank them because they have been uh, uh, right, uh, really, uh, right at the beginning have really uh, helped us out and really gotten us off the ground here. And you know the deal, enter coupon code JOEB for 10% off your entire order at naturalbodyinc.com. And anybody that makes a purchase at any of the Natural Body stores in Ozone Park, Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, will get a free Natural Body t-shirt valued at 25 bucks while supplies last. Check out Steve Calabrese, not a happy guy as the Dolphins lose in London to the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, who ended their 20-game losing streak with that win yesterday. Nevertheless, uh, check out Steve, uh, of course, uh, the at, uh, owner and president of Natural Body, Inc., and you can check him out. You can email Steve at naturalbodyinc.com. Also, our friends at Anita Tires in Rivervale, New Jersey. Go see my son Johnny Nissan over there. Um, well, uh, Nissan, this, <laughs> Johnny Nissan. And also check out uh, Ari, and uh, you can get all your uh, car service needs there. And also uh, tires, all of that. If you live in Bergen County, that's the place to go. Anita Tire in Rivervale, New Jersey. See Johnny and Ari over at Anita. And also our uh, newest sponsor. And uh, we want to thank all of them. Mike Jones and company at the Hackensack Brewing Company. uh, Located 10 minutes off the GW Bridge. And less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in Hackensack's Fairmont neighborhood. There's always 12 beers on tap, which you can enjoy in their outdoor beer garden or in their spacious tap room, plenty of packaged goods to go as well. Remember, you can bring your own food to the brewery, and you can order from one of their many excellent restaurants in the area. They'll deliver it right to your seat. Check out hackensackbrewing.com. Place an order for pickup or home delivery. The tap room's open from 4.30 to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 on Saturday, and 12 to 8 p.m. on Sundays. Come through, raise a few up with us, 78 Johnson Avenue, Hackensack, right behind the tombstones, as Mike likes to say, peace, love, and beer. All right, week six in the National Football League. If you're a Jet fan, you're happy because the Jets didn't lose this week. You know, even the bye could not beat the Jets this week. They sit there at one and four, and thanks to the Miami Dolphins and their loss to Jacksonville, the Jets are no longer in last place in the AFC East. How about that? Miami sits at one and five, the Jets at one and four, and they'll travel up to Foxborough next week to play the Patriots, and after even with the loss yesterday to Dallas by New England, you can't feel good about going up and beating the Patriots in Foxborough. I mean, you just can't feel good about that, even though New England is 0-4 now at home this year, first time in the Belichick era that they started out a season with four straight losses with their uh, crazy loss yesterday to the Cowboys. They lost opening weekend at home to Miami. The only win so far for Miami. They lost to New Orleans at home. They lost to Brady and the Bucks at home. And now they lose to Dallas at home. So the Jets up in Foxborough next week. And you cannot feel good about that football game. We'll get to the Cowboys and, and the Patriots in a minute. 
Well, we got to start with the Giants here in New York. You know, this was supposed to be a year when the Giants were going to be contenders. They went 6-10 and 10 last year in Joe Judge's first year. People felt good about him, felt good about the coaching staff. Uh, Jason Garrett, Patrick Graham really did. And the Giants came very close to winning the NFC East last year. Uh, of course, they went right down to the last game of the season. And, you know, the Eagles kind of laid down there. Doug Peterson, before he got fired, the Eagles kind of laid down against Washington. Washington wound up winning the division at 7-9. and nine. But, okay, you expected the Giants this year going forward to be better. Uh, the return of Saquon Barkley. Daniel Jones now in a huge third year. You know, really got to make a decision about him as he goes into the final year next year of his contract, still under his rookie deal. So he felt pretty good about the Giants. He didn't think the NFC East was going to be any kind of a great division. But nobody saw what's happened so far to this team. This team sitting there at 1-5, and five, and they got absolutely embarrassed yesterday at home by the Rams, 38-11. to 11. Now, look, the Rams are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. They're 5-1. and one. Matthew Stafford, nobody's happier than Matthew Stafford, boy. It's like he got let out of jail that he's no longer in Detroit with the Lions. And the Lions, of course, the only winless team in football now is they got killed yesterday at home by the Cincinnati Bengals. They're now 0-6 on the season. So Matthew Stafford, it's like he's been liberated. And what a game he had yesterday. Four touchdown passes. Him and Cooper Cup just absolutely destroyed the Giants yesterday, the Giant defense yesterday. But you gotta, you gotta, you gotta feel better than we gotta give me better than one and five, and you can't blame the Giant fans for booing yesterday. They were beaten left and right. Twenty-eight points in the second quarter against the Giants. What happened to the Giant defense? I mean, that was the strength of the team last year. What the hell happened to them? What happened to Bradbury? They bring in a Dory Jackson in the secondary. These guys haven't gotten it done. Leonard Williams, and, I, and let me say this about Leonard Williams, and it's not like he's played poorly this year. He got a couple sacks yesterday. Uh, you know, he played pretty well. But, you know, this guy is complaining about the fans booing. He's been in New York his whole career. He first, he played the first four, year with the, four years with the Jets. Now, what is it, his third year with the Giants? This guy's roughly made $75 million here playing in the National Football, with, football League with the two New York teams. And you're complaining about the fans booing? You know what, Leonard? They're not booing you. They're not booing Leonard Williams, the person. They're booing the fact that their team stinks and they're one in five. And since 2017, how about this? Since 2017, the New York football giants, the great tradition that they have, four-time Super Bowl champions, have the worst record in the National Football League since 2017. They're 19 and 51. Worse than the Jets. Now, the Jets are 19 and 50. And I'm sure after they lose to the Patriots next week, they'll be 19 and 51. But 19 and 51, the worst record in the NFL since 2017, even worse than the Jacksonville Jaguars, who just ended a 20 game losing streak, beating the Dolphins in London. So the Giant fans have every right to boo. They're ticked off, and they should be ticked off. You know, they once flew a plane over the Meadowlands back in the 70s, if you remember all of that. What was it uh, at that point? How, how many years it was at that? I think it was 15 years at that point. It was 1978. 15 years of lousy football, of crummy football with the Giants. And that, of course, all changed with the 
uh, once they had the miracle at the Meadowlands and the fumble, the Joe Pasarczyk fumble, Herman Edwards takes it to the house, returns it for the Eagles for the touchdown. And that really changed everything because that forced the, the Maras, who were, you know, uh, Tim and Wellington, who were kind of at odds at that point, that forced Pete Rozelle to step in and basically, you know, give them George Young as their general manager, and that really changed everything. George Young drafted Phil Simms. George Young drafted Lawrence Taylor. He brought in Bill Parcells. And really, the Giants, ever since then, everything changed. Like I mentioned, the Giants have won four Super Bowls since then, and and all of that, you know, LT, Eli Manning. But look, since that Super Bowl 10 years ago, when they were honoring that team yesterday, Eli Manning was at the Meadowlands. Tom Coughlin was there. Well, the Giants have been anything but a Super Bowl contender, and they were expected to have a, a, a solid year this year, but they sit there at one and five, and all of a sudden, you're questioning Joe Judge. Is Joe Judge going to make is he Is he going to last more than two years? The disaster of Ben McAdoo, the disaster of Pat Shermer, and now things are starting to spiral out of control here with Joe Judge and his coaching staff, and obviously uh, they have not been a very good team under the watch of Dave Gettleman. Daniel Jones had a brutal game yesterday, came back from the concussion protocol, and he was terrible. Turned the ball over four times, three picks in this game. He also lost a fumble that uh, Matt Pert, the offensive lineman, should have fell on. Uh, but nevertheless, the Rams wound up recovering it. He was under siege the entire game was Daniel Jones. But you expected better than what you've gotten so far this year from the football giants as they sit there in last place in the NFC East, which is not a very good division outside of Dallas at one up and five down. So there, I, look, you got to expect this in New York. You got to expect to be booed. And a guy like Leonard Williams, you know, we saw this earlier in the year with Javi Baez and Francisco Lindor with the Mets, with the thumbs down stuff, when the fans were booing their lousy performance, but these guys are new to New York. Leonard Williams should know better. He's been here seven years. He's been on the lousy Jet teams. He's been on lousy Giant teams. He should expect that he's going to hear it from the New York crowd. And this is a guy that's made about $75 million in his career here. Hey, Leonard, you know, understand what the hell is going on here. So if you're a Giant fan right now, you cannot be happy with what you've seen. You know, Daniel Jones regressed yesterday after, uh, you know, two uh, two uh, two times when he was the NFC player of the week, offensive player of the week. And, look, I, I got to ask this question, too. When the Rams are getting destroyed, uh, destroying the Giants like they did yesterday, why did Daniel Jones play the entire game? Why was Daniel Jones in this game to the very bitter end? Can you explain that to me? The guy comes out of concussion protocol. You know, you're banged up with injuries already. Barkley's out. You know, Tony went out yesterday with an injury after the big game he had last week against Dallas, and he got off to a good start yesterday, caught three passes early in the game, looked like he was on his way to a big game. He gets hurt. He goes out. Andrew Thomas, the the uh, the starting left tackle, he goes out of the game. He had been banged up. He plays yesterday. Now he gets hurt again. The Giants got a ton of injuries, but that's no excuse. But asking me this question, why is Daniel Jones in the game to the bitter end in a game where the Giants are getting absolutely blown out? They lose the game 38-11. to 11. That made no sense whatsoever why Joe Judge had him in the game the entire way. So the Giants, 1-5 on the year. They get the Carolina Panthers next week coming into MetLife. 
Carolina, after starting the year at 3-0, and has now gone backwards. They're now 3-3, three and three, lost a very tough overtime game yesterday uh, to Minnesota, a game where they were down 28-20 late in the game. And Sam Donald led the Panthers on a 96-yard touchdown drive, hit Robbie Anderson, hit two fourth down plays on that drive as well, then hit Robbie Anderson for the touchdown and made it 28-26. They get the, uh, the two-point conversion. They send it into overtime. But then Minnesota took the kickoff in overtime and drove down the field for the game-winning touchdown. They win that game 34-28. So the Panthers on a three-game losing streak come into MetLife to play the Giants next week. And, uh, of course, the return to MetLife Stadium uh, of Sam Donald and Robbie Anderson as well. But uh, right now the Giants sitting there at 1-5, and and they are absolutely reeling at this point. And you wonder, you know, uh, how much longer – you're going to see Joe Judge coaching his team. I know there's a long way to go. You know, we got a 17-game season. The Giants got 11 games left to play. But right now, you you cannot feel good with the state of the New York football Giants. Again, hard to believe the worst record in the NFL since the uh, 2017 season. That's the state of the Giants right now. Not a very good one. We look around the league. Let's look around the NFC, uh, the NFL and uh, what we saw yesterday. In week six, the game of the day, the Dallas Cowboys going up to Foxborough and beating the Patriots 35-29. What a game that was. That really was. So far, the best game I've seen this year in the uh, 2021 season. A game where New England led 21-20 about midway through the fourth quarter. And then Trevon Diggs, what a year he's had. Right now, he's the leader as far as NFL defensive player of the year. He intercepts Mac Jones, takes it to the house. His seventh interception of the year for Diggs, who also now has taken two back for touchdowns. He's got two pick sixes as well with his uh, seven picks. Uh, takes it into in for the TD, giving Dallas the lead 26-21. By the way, Diggs has more interceptions with his seven than 28 teams in the NFL. And, oh, by the way, the Jets have none. The Jets are the only team in the league with no interceptions so far through their first five games. Diggs has seven, and two he's taken to the house. So the pick six for the touchdown, Dallas takes the lead 26-21. They missed the two-point conversion. The very next play, the very next play, Mac Jones, 75-yard touchdown pass over Diggs to give the Cowboys, uh, to give the Patriots the lead now at 27-26. They hit the two-point conversion, take the lead 29-26. Still plenty of time, though, for Dallas to come back. They come back down. Dak Prescott, who had a huge game yesterday, threw for 445 yards, three touchdowns, leads him down the field. Greg Zerline, a 49-yard field goal to send it into overtime. Remember, Zerline had missed a field goal earlier in the game. He hits this one from 49 out, sends it into into OT. And then after uh, New England gets the initial uh, possession, they're forced to punt from around midfield. And then Dak leads the Cowboys down the field, hits C.D. Lamb. What a player he is for what turns out to be the game-winning touchdown in overtime, 35-29. The Dallas Cowboys, and we've heard the hype for a lot of years about Dallas. Oh, you know, Dallas, this is their year, you know, all of that. But I think now the hype is real. Dallas has now won five in a row after that tough opening weekend loss, after the, the opening Thursday night game loss to the defending champion Bucks in Tampa. They're five up and one down. They are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. If they can just stop the penalties, because – one of the reasons that, you know, New England was even close in this game yesterday was that the Cowboys committed 13 penalties. 
Every time you turned around, it was another big holding penalty on the Cowboys or a false stop penalty. How many times yesterday did you see that? And that's the one thing the Cowboys got to curb. But right now, they're a legitimate Super Bowl contender at 5-1, and one, loaded offensively. You got Pollard and Elliott running the ball. Zeke's become a very good pass catcher out of the backfield now. You got a guy like C.D. Lamb. He's tremendous. You know, Amari Cooper, Cedric Wilson, so many different guys for Dallas. That great offensive line led by Zach Martin. So the Cowboys right now are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. And when you look at the NFC, you got a bunch of teams that you could say are, you know, could wind up in the Super Bowl from the NFC. Obviously, the Cardinals, the only undefeated team left in the league. They're 6-0, and and they're beating everybody up. They did it again yesterday. Another big day for Kyler Murray as they go into Cleveland and beat the Browns, beat the Browns badly yesterday. Uh, really, they look really, really good. Arizona wins 37-14. They're 6-0 on the year. Cleveland falls to 3-3. Three and three. But you look at the NFC, the Cowboys, you got to look at them as a legitimate contender. They're sitting there at 5-1. and one. The Packers, who were 5-1 and one, after that opening weekend when they got destroyed in Jacksonville, by the Saints, 38-3. to Since then, they have not lost a game. They're now 5-1. and one, Beat the Bears in Chicago yesterday, 24-14. Aaron Rodgers, who owns the Chicago Bears, uh, if you saw him in uh, yesterday after he scored a touchdown, he's in the end zone telling the, the Bear fans, "We, I still own you. I think he's 22-5 uh, and five in his career. Might even be better than that against the Chicago Bears. So you got to look at the Packers. They're legitimate at 5-1. and one. Obviously, the Bucks at 5-1. and one. Uh, you got to look at them. They beat the Eagles last Thursday night. So you got to look at them as a team that could certainly get back and win another Super Bowl with Tom Brady and company. And then the Cardinals at 6-0. and And then the Rams now at 5-1. and So you got a bunch of teams in the NFC that you got to say, hey, they are leg- legitimate Super Bowl contenders. As far as the AFC, Buffalo, who plays tonight, very interesting Monday night game as they go into Tennessee to play the Titans. They're four and one. They'll try to get to five and one. They're easily looks like they're going to win the AFC East as uh, they have. Uh, you got New England at two and four. The Jets at one and four. Miami at one and five. But Buffalo looks like a legitimate Super Bowl team. Obviously, the Ravens, who have now won five in a row, they lost their opener to the Raiders. They've won five straight since that great comeback victory last week against the Colts when they scored the. Uh, 16 points, two touchdowns, two two-point conversions in the fourth quarter, send it into overtime, and they won it in OT. Yesterday, they went again. They destroyed the Chargers. Everybody was high on the Chargers. Chargers were red hot, 4-1 and one coming into Baltimore. Well, the Ravens took care of that, beating them up badly yesterday in Baltimore as they go now to 5-1 and one on the season. Uh, the Ravens sitting there with a 34-6 uh, victory yesterday, 34-6 over the Chargers. They're 5-1. and one. You got to look at them. And, you know, are the Titans a legitimate Super Bowl contender? We'll see what they do tonight against Buffalo. You got to figure they're going to win that lousy AFC South by default. The Abida Chargers at 4-2. and two. The Abida Raiders who bounced back with a win over Denver yesterday uh, amidst all the uh, stuff going down with John Gruden uh, being forced out as head coach after he made his, his comments that he made and Looks like somebody was out to get John Gruden, but whatever. That's a that's a story for another time. But the Raiders responded with that 34-24 victory over Denver. So they're sitting there right now at 4-2. and two. You can't discount the defending AFC champion uh, Chiefs, who uh, won yesterday in Washington, 31-13 behind Patrick Mahomes. So they are 3-3. Three and three. You certainly can't count them out. They're only a game out 
right now in the AFC West with forever to go in the uh, eternal 17-game season. So that an overall look right now at the NFL and who the teams are that are the contenders and not. Arizona, the only undefeated team at 6-0. and The Detroit Lions, the only winless team at 0-6 as they were blown out yesterday by the uh, very surprising Cincinnati Bengals. They lost 34-11 to at home to the Bengals. Detroit did. Dan Campbell still looking for his first uh, win as coach in Detroit. How happy is Matthew Stafford that he's out of Detroit and now with the Rams? Uh, boy, it's like he's been liberated that uh, he's with a contender now with Sean McVay and the Rams. But um, Detroit 0-6, but Cincinnati, very, very surprising, sitting at 4-2 and a huge game next week in the NFC, in the AFC North where you got the Bengals going into uh, Baltimore to play the Ravens. The Bengals at 4-2, and the Ravens at 5-1. and Should be a very, very interesting game there uh, next week in the uh, AFC North. All right, the Joe Beningo Oda Payne podcast. No pain for me this week because the Jets did not play. A lot of pain for the Giant fans, that's for sure. Uh, no doubt about that. But uh, let's give some time to our sponsors. Of course, Natural Body. Uh, we talk about uh, Steve and the great job he does with all his uh, stuff at Natural Body. Uh, all your health needs there. Check them out. Uh, you know, they got five different locations. Ozone Park, Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, also in Westchester, in White Plains. Check out Steve. You get a free Natural Body t-shirt valued at $25 while supplies last. Uh, if you uh, mention uh, nat- that you listen to my podcast, uh, if you go into Natural Body, if you enter the coupon code JOEB for 10% off your entire order at naturalbodyinc.com, and you'll also get a free Natural Body t-shirt valued at 25 bucks while supplies last. Again, Natural Body, Ozone Park, Queens, Belmore, Long Island, Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn. Check them out in Westchester as well. Go see... Uh, my buddies, Ari, and of course, my son, Johnny, at Anita Tire. Check him out. Rivervale, New Jersey. All your car service needs. You need tires. That's the place to go. You live in Bergen County. Check him out in Rivervale, Anita, Anita Tire. See Johnny. See Ari. Tell him I sent you. They'll take care of you there. And then our latest uh, sponsor as well, and uh, that, of course, is the Hackensack Brewing Company. I uh, want to thank uh, Mike Jones and company at Hackensack, and they do a great job, and we talked about them. They're located 10 minutes off the GW Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in Hackensack's Fairmont neighborhood. There's always 12 beers on tap, uh, which you can enjoy in their outdoor beer garden. They're in their spacious tap room. Plenty of packaged goods to go as well. Remember, you can bring your own food to the brewery. You can order from one of their many excellent restaurants in the area. They'll deliver it right to your seat. Check out the hackensackbrewingcompany.com to place an order uh, for pickup or home delivery. Tap room is open every day or Monday through Friday from 4.30 to 10 o'clock. They're open 2 to 10 on Saturday, 12 to 8 p.m. on Sunday. Come through, raise up a few uh, with them there. 78 Johnson Avenue, Hackensack, right behind the tombstones, as Mike Jones likes to say, peace, love, and beer. All right. The Joe Beningo Oda Payne podcast for uh, episode number seven, week six in the NFL. As I said, no jet, no jet game this week. They had their bye. They'll go to New England next week and play the Patriots. And, you know, from what I've seen right now in New England, I know they're two and four, but do you really think the Jets are going to go into New England and beat the Pats 
They haven't won a game at home this year. Do you think they're going to start out 0-5 at home and be 2-5? I don't see it. The Jets lost to him last uh, in week two, 25-6. A game where Zach Wilson was terrible, threw four interceptions in that game. Uh, I, I don't know. I can't expect much. Right now, you're a Jet fan. Well, you know, what can you say? I do like what I've seen from Wilson. No doubt about it. I like the fact that they got a bunch of receivers. I would like to see Den- Denzel Mims play more than he has. I mean, that would be good, wouldn't it? We'd like to see that. We'd like to see the offensive line play better than they played. No doubt about that. Uh, the defense has played good, but they still have no interceptions through five games. They've only forced four turnovers. They did get a couple in the loss last week to Atlanta. But again, you know, how many times, and we said this last week in the Atlanta game, you know, they're down, they were down 20 to, uh, 20 to 3, 17 nothing, but they came back. Closed the gap to 20 to 17 with four, four uh, with seven minutes to go in the game. They're only down three. And then the defense lets them go right down the field. Let Matt Ryan and company go 75 yards right down the field for the touchdown that essentially put the game away. And how many times have we seen that? First play after cutting the lead to three. Ryan throws a 50-yard bomb down the middle to a Pitts who killed him in that game. And that set up the uh, touchdown drive. How many third downs they hit? What were they, nine for 14 in that game two, week, two weeks ago? The Jets sitting there at one and four. You know, can I see a better a better performance than I saw against the Patriots in week two? Do I expect them to win up there? No. Do I expect them to beat the Bengals at home the week after that? No. I don't know what to expect, but uh, we'll see going forward. But uh, I like what I've seen from Wilson. I'm concerned about the coaching staff. I know it's growing pains for Robert Salah and company, Mike LaFleur and all of that as the offensive coordinator. But we'll see what we get next week. But right now, Jets sitting at one and four, and you really can't feel too good about that. The state of New York football is a disaster. Just just think about this. And I mentioned this with the Giants. The two worst records in the National Football League over the last five years, over since 2017, the Giants, 19 and 51. The Jets, 19 and 50. Really? Even the Jacksonville Jaguars, as I mentioned, the Jaguars just ended a 20 game losing streak with their win in London over the Dolphins, have a better record than the Jets do and the Giants do over that period of time. The state of New York football is brutal. It really is. And we deserve better here. Look, the Giants. Have been have had one playoff appearance that game they lost to the Packers under Ben McAdoo uh, since they won the Super Bowl back in the 2011 season. The Jets have not had have had one winning record since losing the AFC Championship game to the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers after the 20 to 10, uh, 2010 season. One winning record 2015 when they blew a, a playoff spot, losing that last weekend of the season to Buffalo. Um, it's a joke. The Giants have been through all these coaches since Tom Coughlin, Ben McAdoo, Pat Shermer. Now they're on Joe Judge. Who knows how long he's going to last with the way things are going right now. Jets, since Rex Ryan, same thing. They're on their third coach, Todd Bowles, the disaster of Adam Gaze. And now uh, with Robert Sala, we'll see how long he winds up being here. The state of New York football is just terrible. And we here in New York deserve better. And it doesn't it tick you off? I was thinking about this, too, if you're a New York football fan, whether you're a Jet fan or a Giant fan. You look out to Los Angeles, L.A. Didn't even have an NFL team for, what, 30 years? How many years did L.A. go without a team? Right? 
The Raiders left L.A. to go to back to Oakland. The Rams left L.A. to go to St. Louis. Now they're back. But all these years, they had no, no team in L.A. Now they got a brand-new stadium, SoFi Stadium. They got two teams in L.A., the Chargers and the Rams. Combined record right now for those two teams, 9-3. and three. The Rams at 5-1, and one, off to a tremendous start. The Chargers, yeah, they got killed yesterday by the Ravens, but they're 4-2 and two, tied for first place in the AFC West with the Raiders. Really? Doesn't that tick you off? Didn't even have football in L.A. for 30 years, but they got two first-place teams right now. Yeah, I don't know how legitimate the Chargers are for a Super Bowl contender. I don't know about that. But I certainly, but they can win their division for sure. But I certainly think the Rams are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Doesn't that bother you? We sit here in New York, the greatest city in the world, though it's been tarnished over the last couple of years, and we won't get into all of that. And the two worst teams in the entire NFL in the last five years. Giants 19 and 51, Jets 19 and 50. No football in LA for basically 30 years, yet you got two first place teams in LA and certainly a legitimate Super Bowl contender in the LA Rams. Doesn't that make you crazy? It makes me crazy. It's really disgusting. It really is. All right. The Joe Beningo Oda Payne podcast. Again, I want to thank everybody. I want to thank my daughter, Erin, who's. I couldn't do this without her. She's done an unbelievable job. I want to thank my wife who gets me off the ground here all the time uh, doing this. Uh, I want to thank, again, all my sponsors, everybody at Natural Body. I want to thank them, Steve Calabrese and company, everybody at Need Tire, Ari and Johnny, everybody over there in Rivervale, New Jersey. I want to thank the guys at Hackensack Brewing Company, Mike Jones and company. Thank them so much for all the, uh, the good work they're putting in and all the help they're giving me and getting this up and running. So everybody, I want to thank you all. Got a good game tonight, Monday Night Football, Titans and Bills in Tennessee. Uh, need Tennessee in that game for reasons that we won't get into right now. I hope they win that game. But nevertheless, enjoy that. Enjoy the rest of your week, everybody. Uh, we'll be back next week to break down the Jet-Patriot game. And uh, everybody, have a, a great rest of your week. Joe Beningo and the Yoda Payne Podcast. Uh, thanks again for listening, everyone.